you know, Sun Tzu said, don't let, said something like, okay, different. This is the Joe Mobley translation, but don't let the enemy dictate the, the terms of your condition. Don't let the enemy, don't let the people who are opposed to you, the people that are outright against you, don't let them tell you how you're doing or why you're doing something. So as, as an obvious conservative, I don't wake up and say, you know, how do I feel today? How do I feel about the work that I'm doing? Let me go ask the DNC. No, 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 no. No, don't let the opposition tell you how good or poor you're doing. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host and the original Uncloseted Conservative. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. We've got an awesome show for you today. Uh, first, got to flip these things around. We were going to be speaking with top lead CEO Charles Cormier, uh, or Cormier, I forget how to say that, but uh, he's not going to be here. But kudos to Charles, though, because he came in. Uh, he he wanted to make sure that he got in touch with me. So he actually came into the meeting room and just hung out for like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes before I, I even got in here uh, just to make sure he could catch me as soon as I got in here to let me know, hey, you know, something came up, I double booked. Uh, so kudos to you, Charles. We look forward to having you on the show uh, next week. So look out for that, guys. But uh, we do, we're going to be talking about what the heck is going on uh, with our country, some of those top things that are top of mind if you're paying attention. If you're not paying attention, many of them are top of the news cycle. So we're going to be talking about that. We've also got Palm Beach, Florida GOP chair Mike Barnett. He's going to be coming on to uh, chop up some cultural issues from current events and just basically tell us how they are moving the needle, what they are doing in Palm Beach, Florida um, to get things going. Guys, all that and more, and it all starts right now. All right. So one, got to say that the show is presented by Birch Gold Group. If you haven't heard about Birch Gold, then you must be new to the show. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe however you're consuming this. Uh, but Birch Gold, they're the best in the biz for securing the value of your hard-earned savings by sheltering it in gold and silver. These are physical gold, physical silver products, which are available for sale at birchgold.com. You can also invest in precious metals IRAs. If you don't know what precious metals IRAs are, 
that's fine. They're better than your 401k, your ROA that you've got going with your personal brokerage or with your work. Um, you need to check it out. I'm not saying put your whole nest egg in gold and silver, but a portion of your savings ought to be in precious metals. They are intrinsically valuable. They were established as valuable by God because they only made so much of them and the demand goes up and up and up. We've got precious metals and all these tech products that we have. Uh, and they're only going to become more and more sparse. Text Mobley to 989898 to get your free information kit from Birch Gold in what they're all about and how they can help you save the value of your hard-earned dollar. That's Mobley. Text it to 989898. Text Mobley to 989898 today. All right. So as I sit here, uh, I just, you know, it's Thursday. I've got an incredibly busy day today. and. I'm just struck with a couple of super random thoughts. Uh, so while I have these random thoughts, I'm going to share them with you. That's what you get when you listen to the Joe Mobley Show. Uh, but I, I got my coffee cup here, and I share this because when I lift it to drink it like this, mm, you can see uh, the coffee in there. And because you can see said coffee, you can see that said coffee is a nice kind of uh, milky brown color uh, because I put cream in my coffee. And I'm just thinking about it, and it's like there are so many absolutely senseless debates and fights that we get into, um, we being, you know, America first patriots, conservatives, uh, we get into some of the dumbest debates. Here's the thing, guys. We we need to realize that things are what they are. Uh, and excuse me while I get the chat pulled up. Um, but I'm I'm looking to get the chat pulled up. So if you're Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, your chats they come right in. I can see them on Streamyard. Uh, but honestly, the chats that I care about the most are going to be uh, Getter and Rumble chat. So I'm going to pull those up to make sure that I can see them. Um, so if you're joining us over there, thank you. You are awesome. Uh, okay, I've got the Getter chat pulled up. Boom. All right, let's, let's see if we can forward it there. All right, and Rumble chat, boom, there it is. I love that it says Rumble Rants. Um, so funnily enough, I, I just got approved or whatever. I'm, I'm like banned on YouTube. I'm in YouTube jail, but I'm also approved to start the community there with the super chats and the blah, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, this isn't even on YouTube, but, uh, rumble rants is so funny because a lot of people, a lot of what you see in these comment sections, they're, they're legitimate rants. Um, but just like on YouTube, you can, uh, pay to put, what YouTube calls a super chat, I guess Rumble calls a rumble rant. You can pay to have one displayed at the top of the chat uh, so everyone can see it. And also, so it's kind of colorful and flashing so I can see it um, as well. Uh, Getter, we don't have one of those, but I can see your chats here. I will say, hi, see, that is me. This is live. That's how uh, it goes. All right, boom, got the chat. Hey, guys, thanks for watching on Facebook. I see you, I see you. I've got a growing LinkedIn crowd, and for the longest, I didn't even want to put my show on LinkedIn, uh, but I um, succumbed. Is it succumbed, succumbed? I don't even know. Uh, succumbed to the, uh, the calls uh, to do that. Um, so 
Anyway, this is what I was going to say before I went on that uh, that figure out the chat stuff. Um, yeah, so you can see my uh, coffee is has cream in it, and it just this is so interesting. This is how my little Joe Mobley brain works. We argue about some of the craziest, most insignificant stuff, and really, there are little philosophical, sometimes theological, but here more philosophical than anything truths in some of these debates, we've got to realize, one, it doesn't matter how other people have their coffee. Um, one, I can, while I'm doing the intermittent fast, because I, I try and fast through uh, until after the show, uh, coffee with a little bit of cream, you know, doesn't really, uh, technically it causes a little tiny uh, spike, not really much of an insulin spike. It's all really nerdy and scientific. Um, but you can have, they've done extensive testing, um, actual medical professionals that I trust, not, you know, not big tech funded or source funded uh, medical establishment people, but they've looked at what the, does this really take you out of fast? If you have uh, black coffee or if you have tea, uh, black coffee with cream, if you have coffee with a little bit of cream or tea with a little bit of cream, it really doesn't take you out of fast. It kind of does for about 10 or 15 minutes. That spike is so short and it doesn't have any lasting effects on the right side of it. So it bring you go right back into that fasted state. Anyway, I digress. When we're talking about black coffee, coffee, black coffee with sugar, we're talking about coffee with cream, coffee with cream and sweetened, we got to realize that all of these things are just a totally subjective preference. And even more than that, why I'm even bringing this up, why we're even talking about it, is it's not just that, it's a preference. It's actually something that you didn't choose. You know, when you have that friend and you're like, hey, do you like chocolate? And they say, yes. Well, do you prefer milk chocolate, dark chocolate, extremely dark chocolate, that 96%? Do you prefer white chocolate? What, what is your preference? What is your favorite type of chocolate? They, you know, a lot of people don't care. Some people, oh, I, I like milk chocolate the best. I think those people are weird. A lot of people say, oh, you know, uh, it's, it's dark chocolate. That's what I prefer. Uh, my wife likes the super dark chocolate, like a bitter, like hardly even sweet, really more bitter than sweet chocolate. When the question becomes, why do you like this chocolate? Why do you prefer this chocolate over that chocolate? Hey, why do you prefer candies over chocolate? Why do you prefer chocolate over candy? The interesting thing, woo, as I as I hit my mic, the interesting thing, guys, is you are not deciding that. That's something that we need to get crystal clear on when we have these discussions. A preference is not a conscious decision. It's not. It's it's actually something. It's kind of innate in you when you have something. A lot of times, you have something the first time. You you just don't like it. It's just something new. But when you you know you're trying these things out, uh, maybe someone who comes from a place where they don't have the kind of candies that we have here, and they come here and they're trying out this candy and that candy. Maybe it's a taffy type thing or a hard candy like a Jolly Rancher or uh, you know a solid chocolate or like a lint truffle that's got the hard shell with the the soft kind of gooey chocolate in the middle, and they're finding out which of these things they like. It doesn't mean you're anti the other things. It doesn't mean the other things are bad. You just have a totally random preference that you didn't decide, okay? What, like, I've, I've dated, uh, I, I think I've dated people of just about all races, except for, I, I don't believe that I've ever dated any Asian, well, 
uh, a one-time a Filipino person, but I don't think I've dated any what people think of as Asians, like Oriental uh, type Asians. It's not because I'm anti-Asian, and it's it's not because I was going around in high school and going, you Asian. No, it's just that's just not something that came across my preference radar. I've dated black girls, white girls, Hispanic girls, whatever, but to not have dated, to not have chosen, to not have picked or whatever, doesn't mean you're anti that thing. It means that you have a preference for something else. And the the crucial point, which started with my stupid coffee, as, as I sit down to do the show and I look down and I can see the cream in the coffee, I'm like, someone is going to gripe or moan uh, that, I, that I have, uh, you know, cream in my coffee. Hey, good afternoon, Blue Wolf. Thanks for joining us on Getter. Guys, I'm live on Getter right now. Getter, Rumble, those are the platforms I prefer you to be on and always on the podcast. Guys, the podcast comes out the day before. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe because there are people that you know that want to hear this content. But anyway, I'm looking down. I see the coffee. I see the cream. I know someone is going to gripe because they think that I need their opinion in my life, which is fine. It's great. You know, love the, the, the messages. Um, you know, love all the engagement. And sometimes people send stuff that helps me to think critically. Um, always love getting those comments. Email me your thoughts. It's ask at thejoemobleyshow.com is the email address. But we've got to understand, we've got to be able to articulate that a preference is actually an unconscious choice. Okay. Not a, I don't like the term unconscious bias because bias infers that you were anti something else. You know, I step into a job and the team is all men or all women. You might say they have a bias against the other, but you you really don't know what you're stepping into. Maybe it's the type of work that men or women, because they there are biological differences. This is what the research in the Scandinavian countries found. There are biological differences where men like to, typically, men will be more satisfied doing work where they don't have to engage with others, engineer-type work, in-office, head-down, on-computer, on-machine-type work, whereas women like social interaction in their work. That's why you see a high percentage of women uh, in the medical professional or in the classroom or in these these careers where they get to engage with other people, they get to be surrounded by other people, where a man is perfectly fine to go into his office and not see anyone or talk to anyone the entire day. Generally, okay, these are generalities. I don't want to get all of the hate mail. Uh, Honestly, if you send that, I won't read it. Um, But we've got to understand it's just a preference. And you got to be able to articulate this to people, okay? Because a lot of times, you know, Sun Tzu said, don't let, said something like, okay, different. This is the Joe Mobley translation, but don't let the enemy dictate the, the terms of your condition. Don't let the enemy, don't let the people who are opposed to you, the people that are outright against you, don't let them tell you how you're doing or why you're doing something. So as as an obvious conservative, I don't wake up and say, you know, how do I feel today? How do I feel about the work that I'm doing? Let me go ask the DNC. No, 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 no. No, don't let the opposition tell you how good or poor you're doing. Their opinion is completely irrelevant, okay? Apple treats other big tech companies like this. And it's one of the greatest attitudes that Apple has. 
Okay. So when they when they get around those Google phones, pixels, and they get around Android products, whereas other tech executives, they want to see it. They want to see all the features. They want to get into all of the nooks and crannies of it, see how it works, see what the user experience is like, what the feel is like. Apple doesn't care. They say, oh, uh, it's a cool phone. Oh, very nice. Very nice. They're not concerned with how you're doing and they're not taking your word on how they're doing. I'm definitely talking about those people, no matter what, if you have certain political ideological beliefs, you're going to be called racist. You're going to be called a Nazi. You're going to be called a transphobic, a homophobic. You're going to be called anything fill in the blank phobic, which is nonsense. I never wake up at night in a cold sweat thinking the gays are coming or the trans are coming or the DNC is coming. One, that's what these wonderful products are for. Nothing should come into my house that's uninvited. It's a bad time. It's usually the last mistake you'll ever make. Uh, so no, we're not phobic, but you are going to be called these names and you, you've got to get past it. And the reason that I say stop allowing the opposition to tell you how you're doing is because we get hung up on these things and then we want to argue tit for tat. We're not speaking about the thing, the actual thing that we want to be speaking about. We're not speaking about the thing that's actually going to move the needle, that's actually going to help the conversation progress and help us gain a mutual understanding so we can move forward. We're going to get stuck arguing these little things because we're letting the opposition reframe Okay, the conversation, it, it's really a, a, uh, a discourse. It's really like a rhetorical tool, a rhetorical device where you can change the argument. Okay, sometimes it's a red herring. Sometimes it's a straw man. This is something that people that do this, they do. They stand up red herrings and get you to tackle the red herring or they stand up straw man and get you to tackle the straw man instead of the actual thing that you wanted to be speaking about. You've got to recognize this. And this preference thing, starting with the coffee and the cream, this preference thing, starting with the, you know, maybe a straight white Christian male is bad. Why haven't you considered uh, alternative uh, sexual lifestyles. Well, well, is it bad? You know, and we can get into the morality and the theological discussion. Yes, it is bad. The Bible says for one man to lay down with another is an abomination. Um, and you know, a man shall uh, leave his um, um, leave his husband, <laughs> leave his mother and father, and cleave to his wife. Uh, one man, one woman. All of these things. Uh, the marriage bed is undefiled. So yes, there is that discussion, but it's also, no, 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 no. We're not saying that I'm, I'm existing to oppose this thing. It's saying that my preference is this. So don't fall into that trap. That, that was the random thought that was spawned by me, uh, you know, running to the bathroom and thinking about... Um, my first guest not making it and grabbing my second cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, but I, I thought it's salient to share that with you. Thank you, Blue Wolf, for uh, I've, I've got the green light to enjoy my coffee no matter how I like it. Um, all right, so let's get into the news of the day. Uh, guys, before we do that, just a quick reminder, check out my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. You can get all of your favorite uncloseted conservative America first ultra MAGA gear over there. Right now, I am running a limited time sale, okay? 
It's 30% off absolutely everything, which guys, I'll be super frank, that puts me at a loss for some of my products. So if you do buy some merchandise, really appreciate it. Uh, If you rate and review or if you post on social media, use the hashtag uncloseted_conservative or the Joe Mobley show uh, so I can see it. Um, But it's that important that we stop seeding ground, that we stop giving things to the left because it's a steady march towards leftism. It's a steady march towards authoritarianism and that that march marches right off of a cliff. Um, so it is that important. And we're going to be talking about that at the end of the show, uh, maybe with Mike, maybe after Mike uh, checks out. But the promo code is stand your ground, all one word. Uh, use promo code stand your ground at djomobilyshow.com everything 30% off. Okay, This is the largest discount that I offer. The only way to get a bigger discount is to become a paid supporter of my locals community, thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. You get get, uh, uh, early content, you get exclusive content, you get all of your messages read from me. Um, and you know, Zoom Hangouts and that kind of thing, that's over on my Locals community. Go check Locals out. But I'm going to leave that promo code down there uh, skirting across the bottom because it's that important. Okay, This isn't a get-rich-quick thing for me. Uh, this is definitely not something that I make a bunch of money off of. Um, again, uh, you know that many e-commerce e-commerce type businesses, we don't clear 30% profit. So to give 30% off is definitely uh, something that I won't be able to do for the an extended period. Um, but it's important right now, we're seeing these, these raids and um, you know the totalitarianism increase uh, in our federal government. Um, but before I, I get into that, let's, let's get into some of the news of the day. All right, so yesterday, wow, that's small. Can I make it any bigger? All right. If Michael Scott were here, we know what he would say. Um, Yesterday, former Vice President Joe Biden said, uh, you know, they they announced that they're going to be doing this student loan debt repayment scheme, uh, which is utter nonsense. It's completely ridiculous. Um, uh, but he said yesterday, today's action of getting student loan debt relief to borrowers is about opportunity. It's about giving people a fair shot. Joe, that's total bullcrap. You know it. We know it. Uh, he goes on. He says, it's about making sure folks have the breathing room they need to buy a house, open a business, start a family, and save for the future. Now, the reason that I put his actual tweet up is because the most popular tweet just below that hits the nail on the head. Think, can I zoom in on this? Let's see if we can uh, get a little closer. There we go. So this is what Biden says. Oh, okay. Well, if it does that, then yeah, that's plenty big enough. Uh, so this is what Biden says. David Wall tweets back, I assume those who have paid off their student loan debt will get a refund of $10,000. Otherwise, your action today will amount to an unconstitutional denial of equal protection. Boom. David Wall, you are the man. Equal protection under law, okay? Laws that cannot be enforced to just particular individuals, but that are equally enforced upon everyone. That's what equality under law is. That's what the framers had in mind. Was it that way? 
on July 4th, 1776? Was it that way in 19, in 1791 with the ratification? No, it, it, it was not. But that has been the American dream. That's what this march towards our representative Republican government, okay? That we have democratic process for standing up the institutions, uh, two of the three institutions. The other one is appointed. Uh, but anyway, boom, you nailed it. Uh, David nailed it. No, this is not a part of the conversation at all. They're not interested at all. The Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Biden's, the cackling Harris's, wherever the heck she is, they're not interested at all in fairness. Okay. Every time they say fair, my skin just crawls. I, I just want to punch someone in the face. Okay. Not one of them because that would be bad. Um, we've, this country's got enough embarrassment already without me punching. Uh, the political elites in the face. And I'm not worried about being on the list. I'm already on all your lists. So uh, yeah, there's that. Oh, man. But here's the thing. Do you think that they are considering for one solitary second giving people like you and I who have worked hard to pay off debts, do you think that they're thinking for one second about equality and a fairness when, when we're concerned. Do you think that they're thinking about giving uh, Joe Mobley, Eliza Mobley, $10,000 to help with the breathing room? I mean, after all, uh, you know, to buy a house, we're saving to buy a house, Joe. Uh, to open businesses, myself and my wife, we both run small businesses. My wife also homeschools the children. Is there, is there any relief for that? No, of course not. To start a family, definitely have a growing family, four kids. I mean, the, the kids are just kind of spiraling. We got a Russian doll situation here. Every time I turn around, there's another baby. No, we know how that works. And we, we love kids and we're looking forward to having more. No news at this time. Um, but there will definitely be, uh, Lord willing, uh, additional Mobley babies to start a family and to save for their future. Well, you know what's interesting? You say that, Joe. Because we saved for the future. We're actually using savings right now to, to keep the lights on and, and pay the bills while we're we're starting and running our businesses and saving to buy a house and, and doing all that jazz because we get nothing from you but constant taxes. That is all that we get from the left is the individual shrinking smaller and smaller, the federal government getting bigger and bigger and taking more and more money. They consume. The government does not have a job. The government doesn't have an income. Whatever money the government has, that entire budget that they can't seem to balance because the rules for thee and not for me if you're the political elite, because if you have $100, you can only spend $100. If they have $100, they can spend $100 million and they can put your children's children's children in debt, in financial bondage and in servitude, really, when you think about it. It, it really, the Bible says, the borrower is slave to the lender. You have got to count the cost. Who of you builds a tower without first stopping to count the cost, lest he stop halfway up and not be able to finish? And everyone knows that you are a fool. You will be called a fool. The United States government is foolish. Okay, I love this thing from Turning Point over here. It's across the room. I can't turn the camera around, uh, but it's it's uh, the Game of Thrones logo superimposed on the Capitol, and it says Game of Loans. It also says Big Gov Sucks, uh, which is true. But no, we, we don't want to play this Game of Loans. So 
Ben Carson tweeted this out about it. A little bit of a lengthy one, um, but let's go ahead and read it. I worked hard to get myself educated. My mother worked hard. Uh, hold on. Let me blow this up so you guys can see it. Boom. Oh, come on. Can we get a little bit bigger? All right. So this is uh, Dr. Ben Carson's tweet. Um, Oh, Dr. Ben and Candy Carson love their that they do stuff together like this. They they actually wrote their books together. Um, I've got a couple of great reads. One Nation. Uh, what's that one called? A More Perfect Union. That one was really good. When I saw a More Perfect Union, I knew Ben Carson was running for president because of the the photo shoot on that one, which they actually used some of those pictures in his campaign. But I'm looking at him like, man, these suits are like super tailored. He's looking all thin and fit. Uh, and I was like. He's running for president. Uh, but anyway, love that guy. Goodness gracious. Dr. Ben, you are always welcome on the Joe Mobley show. Um, if anyone has an in with him, clip this out and send it to him. I'd love to have him on the show. Uh, but he says, I worked hard to get myself educated. My mom worked hard and made many sacrifices to ensure my brother and I would receive quality education. Quality, not equality, okay? Don't, don't get triggered, guys. Uh, I worked even harder to pay that money back after college and med school. Guys, doctors out there, you know that med school is an astronomical cost and you're just not big balling when you get out of med school. You're just not rolling in the dough, money to waste and all that. Uh, none of it was easy, but it played a large role in developing me into the man I am today. Hard work gets you much farther in life than a handout. That is absolutely true. The Bible says no discipline is pleasant at the time, but for those who are trained by it, for those who, who, who master it, who submit to those disciplines, it will reap a harvest of righteousness. Okay, that was the Joe Mobley translation. So don't, don't go uh, saying, oh, you're adding to or taking away. No, 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 I don't have that verse perfectly memorized. So that you guys got the Joe Mobley translation. Joe Biden, uh, Carson goes on, Joe Biden's announcement on student loan forgiveness today will exacerbate inflation, which is at a 40-year high and hurts all Americans. Now, some of you are asking, you know, who is Ben Carson? How, how does he get to opine on these things? I mean, he was the secretary of, uh, of HUD, of Housing and Urban Development. So uh, I would say that inflation and, and the impacts of economic policy certainly fell under his purview. Did they not? He he is one of those, you know, he's just the most inconvenient type of black guy. You know, he's from the hood, people getting shot and stabbed all over the place, having to work through all of that nonsense, pulled himself up by his bootstraps. I know a liberal somewhere just lost their wings or their head exploded or something. But yes, he worked hard. He worked hard. His mom couldn't even read. And he he becomes one of the most world-renowned physicians that there ever was. In, you know, people, when things are difficult, they say, hey, it's not brain surgery. He's an actual brain surgeon. He invented a new type of brain surgery. So that's just a footnote in the career. So I, I think his thoughts on this are pretty salient. I think his opinion on this is, is one to be listened to, especially since it's something that he's got all the bona fides in the world. It's also unfair to millions of Americans who borrowed and repaid their loans. Boom. That would include himself. 
and unfairly advantages those who have gone to college at the expense of those who did not. That is the opportunity cost for all of you non-business people out there. You know, I I, I weighed risk and I, I had some other major factors. Really, uh, theology and growing closer to God was the prime factor of where I went to school and how expensive it is because Liberty University is an expensive school. It, it really is. But I went there. I went there to learn about God, to learn about theology. That was my primary mission. And my education was, was secondary. Uh, and really, uh, my education was tertiary. My music ability, I was a music performance major, was secondary. Uh, but this is exactly what he's talking about here. It's unfair to millions of Americans who have repaid their loans and those who did not go to college because they did not want to take on that risk and take on that financial obligation. They did not want to have that debt hanging around their neck. Again, the borrower is slave to the master. The borrower is slave to the lender. That's what the verse says, not the master. Uh, the borrower is slave to the lender. Again, people who who abstained from college, they didn't go. They're also uh, being treated unfairly by this. Not just those, you know, like us who went to college, who paid off the loan, and all that, but also people who didn't go. People who didn't leverage the the opportunity costs there, and who didn't go. Joe Biden. He goes on. Joe Biden is trying to buy your vote, but at what cost? This is exactly right. We are saddling future generations with paying this debt, this debt service and doing a disservice to the millions of Americans reaping the reward. This is bad policy, plain and simple. Now, again, I agree with David Wall. This is unconstitutional, okay? Without giving the same funds to people like you and I who paid off the student loan, this is not equal protection under law. If you're not willing to do it for everyone, your action today will amount to an unconstitutional denial of equal protection. Not a biologist, not a lawyer. I don't play one on TV, but that's absolutely right. And it's absolutely right because of this image right here. This is uh, this is my super hot smoking wife. Um, so ladies, stop sending those uh, inappropriate messages. You know who you are. Um, yeah, but this is my smoking wife. And at the time, our three kids, of course, now we've got four kids uh, with baby Gabriel joining the scene. Um, but this is an important day to us, July 27th, 2020, um, because of this sign right here that my son is holding. And here we'll punch on. You guys know that we are a big Dave Ramsey family. But guess what? At the time, I was a, a single income earner, E5. I was a sergeant in the United States Army. And that is not a lot of money, okay? That is publicly available information. You can Google and see exactly how much money I didn't make while I was serving uh, my country for that time. And we paid off $92,300, the lion's share of which is student loans, guys. And we paid it off in 17 months. Do you know what that's like? It sucks. It is a lot of saying no. My daughter, I just noticed, is kind of uh, scratching her nose here. So she's going to really uh, enjoy that, that that's part of the broadcast. Um, but Dr. Ben is exactly right. Okay, Ben and Candy Carson here, what they tweeted out yesterday. This is unfair to everyone in this photo. My children sacrificed, and they had to... They, we sacrificed on their behalf. We said no to trips. We said no to outings. We only ate out at a maximum one time a week. They said no to so many things so that we could achieve this and, and get beyond the debt. But it turns out we didn't have to do that. You know, the Democrats were going to come in one day and come save the day with their freaking 
leftist capes and just pay for everything with our own money. Because the government doesn't have, the government is Tommy from Martin. You ain't got no job, man. You've got no income. The government doesn't make a single cent. So the last thing I'll say about Dr. Ben, and then we're going to bring up uh, the, the Palm Beach, Florida GOP chair, Mr. Mike Barnett, so we can chop up these uh, cultural and uh, controversial topics because I'm all fired up about student loan. Um, but we, we can talk about uh, anything when, when Mike gets up. But uh, another thing that Dr. Ben said, if you followed his career, if student loans are bad, if these are predatory things, okay, then we've got to turn the goody fountain off. He talks about this all the time. How can we continue the problem? How can we continue doing the thing that's bad and saying that it's bad and, and we're repaying it because it's unjust, but we're still doing it? That doesn't make any sense. All right, guys, so we've got uh, Mike Barnett joining the show in just a moment. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show, guys. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe however you're consuming this. If you're on podcast, rate, and review. If you're anywhere else, I know you're not on YouTube because I'm still banned. If you're anywhere else, make sure you're subscribed because big tech likes to unsubscribe you. Um, so speaking of uh, things that the world hates, uh, black conservatives, or as I call them, black conservatives, we, we've got one here, Mr. Michael Barnett. How are you doing, my man? Oh, doing just fine. Thank you. Great to be with you, Joe. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, glad to have you. Uh, just before the break, uh, we were, we were uh, chopping up the student loan uh, nonsense. But you, you know, student loans kind of a, kind of a big federal thing. Um, I live in Loudoun County. It's, it's an epicenter of cultural issues. School board staff kind of went, went uh, coast to coast, border to border because of our efforts. You live in the other hot seat. You're in Palm Beach, Florida, which one, super jealous, super jealous of your weather, super jealous of the government that you have uh, down there in actual America. I've got to get my passport stamped all the time here in, in Northern Virginia. Um, but what do you guys have going on down there? What's, uh, what's uh, chart topping down there in Florida right now? Well, I'm looking out my window right now. It is very beautiful out. Uh, we are lucky to live in Florida and Palm Beach County. Uh, the geopolitical epicenter of our nation's politics um, with our most famous resident, President Trump, who um, is a resident of Florida and Palm Beach County. Uh, he's residing right now in Bedminster for the season, but we expect to have him hopefully in October. We just wrapped up our election uh, August primaries a couple of nights ago. Um, governor DeSantis, our amazing governor, and Senator Marco Rubio had no primary challengers, so it was quiet statewide. But across the state, we had a lot of local victories, especially with school board races, um, either Republican uh, value holding school board candidates winning their elections outright or proceeding to the November runoffs, including here in Palm Beach County, where I'm very glad that at least one of our school board members is going to have a serious challenge in November. Jennifer Showalter is the candidate that we like and support who believes in uh, our values, the governor's values, and we're going to do everything we can to help her get across the finish line in November. Um, we have um, congressional races, including in my district, uh, Florida's Congressional District 23, 
uh, the Republican friend of mine, Joe Budd, he just won his primary. He's going to be going up against uh, Jared Moskowitz, the Democrat, in uh, the, the congressional election in November. And we're supporting a whole host of local Republican candidates across Palm Beach County. It's the first time, first year we've ever had a Republican running in every single race across our county. We expect to increase our voter turnout in November across the county and cushion Ron DeSantis's victory in November. So you, you talk about the county kind of flippantly. I don't think people know. Palm Beach County is like bigger than a lot of states. Like, but like when we're when we're talking about constituents, like this, this is a serious uh county. And and for you to be kind of there leading the charge is awesome because you are not an establishment guy. You are a grassroots guy. You you are evidence that so many of the things the establishment likes to make people believe cannot be done. You are proof positive that those things can be done. Uh, so for the listener out there that's, oh, woe is me. I'm just a little insignificant guy. You know, I don't have the bona fides. I don't have the political chops. Get out in your community. This could start with door knocking, phone banking. This could start with talking with cashiers and people at line. Don't use the automated checkout. You go stand in the line and talk to people around you and you look a human being in the eyes and give them your cash. And really, you should be using cash. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how many privacy settings you have turned on. Visa and MasterCard, they got you. Like the consumer data is on point. Uh, but anyway... This is a grassroots revolution. People are like, oh, well, it's just Florida. Florida has just always been deep red. No, that, that's not true. This is the effort of people getting out. And I, I love that you mentioned um, uh, you mentioned this, this school board stuff is sweeping the nation. Look at all of these uh, counties. Uh, James Gerdeski, he's the president of 1776 Project PAC. And there, so our deal here in Virginia with Ian Pryor with Fight for Schools was exposing the corruption, the lies, exposing the crimes, exposing the leftist bent of the school boards. Uh, that's what Fight for Schools is all about. And 1717, 1776 Project Pact is all about funding campaigns and getting real Americans. That doesn't mean ultra MAGA. That means getting people that believe in the Constitution, that believe in the rule of law, that believe in American exceptionalism, that believe that you don't need to be teaching, uh, you know, uh, all of this sexually suggestive stuff to third graders, getting those individuals into office. Um, and But look at these seats flipped. Uh, Bay County, Brevard, Clay, Duvall, Flag... Fl I almost said Flagler. That's Arizona. Flagler? Is this Flagler? <laughs> it should be Flagler. Flagler, okay. Um, Hernando, Hillsborough, Martin, Miami-Dade. I should have read this before. Okaloosa, it looks like. Polk, Putnam, Sarasota. Guys, this is happening in Florida, and it's happening coast to coast, border to border. Excellent article about it by friend of the show, Wendy Strouch Mahoney. You know, I love me some Wendy. Uh, awesome, talented reporter. Um, but her article is at Uncovered DC. It's the only place you can find it. It's called Woke Goes Broke. Conservative mothers are winning school board seats, including... Oh, where'd she go? Oh, I had her pulled up here before. Um, but including, you know, we're getting after it right here in Loudoun County as well. Um, so talk to us, talk to us about those grassroots efforts in, in Florida and, and you can, you can tell us how you got involved or, um, some big wins that you guys are having, any tactics that you have, uh, to take wide. We, we love learning from each other on how we can fix our communities. Well, just like president Trump, governor DeSantis has captured the energy and enthusiasm 
among the grassroots, and it goes to the top. He said it the other night at the victory party in Hialeah. Florida is where woke goes to die, uh, along the lines of what you just mentioned. (laughs) And um, (laughs) people have gravitated towards that message. I'm tired of seeing um, um, stories about shutdowns and governments being, uh, businesses being closed, people being told that they can't have a say in how their children are educated in the schools or how they're even treated when it comes to vaccinations or masks. That's why we saw so many school board victories around the state. In Palm Beach County, we're fighting in another election uh, school board race that will be decided in November. But um, uh, our grassroots people have been registering voters crazy, like crazy for the last two and a half years, ever since the uh, November election in 2020. And across Florida, we've seen our Republican voter registration increase by over 300,000 votes. We've gone from a 97,000 vote deficit against the Democrats to having a 220,000 vote um, surplus over the Democrats. That's going to yield great victories in November, not just for DeSantis, but for Marco Rubio, our Republican slate of candidates across the state, up and down the ballot. Um, It's because of the efforts of people who I work with very closely in our party's leadership uh, on our board who are out knocking doors, who are at grass, uh, green markets, at gun shows, um, at beaches, at malls, registering voters like crazy, working in conjunction with the state party and the local county level. Um, it, it's like- I, I gotta, I gotta interject though, because it's, it's not just, because people will hear some of the, the markets, gun shows and, and whatnot and think, Oh, it's an it's an activation play. You're just going to get people that are, you know, you you have you're so sure, you're so dialed in on their political ideology. You guys went into minority communities, you went to Haitian communities, you went to communities that the establishment, and I'm sure that the party leadership in Florida said either this is an insignificant community, an insignificant number of votes, or there is nothing you can do to move the needle. And you said bullcrap. If that was the attitude before, that's not been our attitude since I've been chairman. We are taking no votes for granted. This year, Mm -hmm. we have campaign party offices countywide um, at the county level in Hispanic majority communities and Haitian and African-American majority communities. We are planting our Republican flag and making the Democrats and the media and anyone else who wants to know aware that we are going to make a serious play for every single vote. And, you know, this is a year where... Um, look at what's going on with our country. People are afraid of the future of our country and not just Republicans. We are seeing Democrats come on board and switching party registrations like crazy And because we have our grassroots walking the streets of Belle Glade and Pahokee by the by the lake over in some of the most economically depressed parts of this country of this county in Riviera Beach and Delray Beach, Lake Worth, um, up and down um, our East Coast, all the way across our huge county, um, we're seeing um, Republican candidates buying for every single vote, Black, White, Hispanic, Democrats, NPAs, and that's going to yield benefits for our statewide candidates as well, just like we did for President Trump in 2020. We saw a huge turnout because we had local candidates, grassroots activists getting out the vote in every corner of our county. That's awesome. I, I love the way that you said we're not taking any votes for granted. We're right. seeing this blow up in the Democrats' face because they have taken, you know, largely they call it the black vote, but even just the minority vote, they've taken it for granted for so long. This is an opportunity. This inflation, 
this this global embarrassment that the United States is under, where now you know the greatest country in the world, now we're the butt of international jokes. Uh, we, we can hardly show our faces on the international stage at, at these at conferences, not conferences, at these these big international forums. You know, we're, we're an embarrassment. This is the time uh, under President Donald Trump, black and minority unemployment at its lowest rates in the history of the country. And now we're seeing those numbers creep back up. We're, we're seeing the devastation that is caused by leftist policy. Uh, creep back into the minority community. This is exactly the time for us to go and plant our flag. And and but I, I just love the language. We're not taking any voters for granted. We're not taking anything for granted. Okay. I talk to. I will talk to anyone when I'm out door knocking. Uh, you know, we've got our our blue book. We've got our um, you know I walk 360 or or whatever tool you might be using. Forget that. My rule is if I can see you, I'm going to talk to you. You're washing your car. You're walking your dog. You're you're taking a kid to the bus stop. I am going to talk to you, introduce myself. Hey, I'm Joe Mobley. Have you heard about whatever? Like the, these elections are important. These elections are important, not just the presidential guys, your school board, your town council. Uh, we've got board of supervisors here in Virginia. These are the people making the policy that govern your life, your state delegates, your state uh, you know, senators, your your state legislators, they are the ones by and large who are running your life. Now, the federal government can do some stuff to help ruin your life on on the global economic scale, but we we've got to stop taking things for granted. Just because there's this momentum, just because we're drawing large crowds at rallies. Now, voting is what's important. Voter activation and awareness. You need to be telling everyone when election day is. You need to be telling them where their polling place is if you know where it is for where you're standing. Say, hey, you got to go to this school. You got to go to this rec center. You got to go to this place at this time on this day and vote. Sorry. Rallies are fun. Rallies are fun, but um, getting on the ground and pushing out the vote is what wins elections, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, you can win the sign war or you can win the actual vote at the precincts. Precinct strategy is a, a group that's been pushing Rep- Republicans who are MAGA, who are Trump supporters, into getting involved at the county level to join Republican executive committees. And we've seen a, a huge swell in membership because of this movement. And um, we've created a huge army that's going to be put to work in getting out the vote for Ron DeSantis. We elect Ron DeSantis in November for another term. It's going to put President Trump in a great position and have great support coming from the largest swing state in the country when he gets ready to run for his reelection. We're all hoping and praying in 2024. So what do you, um, here, I'm going to throw up, uh, since you mentioned precinct strategy, guys, this is, this is a way to win the country back. This is a full court spread, coast to coast, border to border, wherever you are, you need to be engaged in this. This is, this is Dan Schultz and Steve Stern and, and these great American patriots, not just because they agree with us politically, because they believe in preserving the nation that the founders built, the greatest nation in the history of the world. This is how we can do it. Uh, Precinct Strategy, the website is precinctstrategy.com. Precinct is a little bit of a hard word to spell. I wonder if they have a high error rate. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, precinctstrategy.com. I'm going to get the link in the description just after this broadcast. but guys, this is this is how we save the nation. There is no, you know, there's no big America SWAT team coming to save the day. You listening to this, it's you. You got to make the calls. You've got to do 
the engagement. You might need to run for office. There, there should not be an unopposed seat anywhere in the nation. There, there just shouldn't be. Um, so speaking of 2024, because um, I'm, I'm pretty sure how the midterms are going to go, barring any malfeasance, um, what, what do you think it's going to come down to in 2024? Uh, the red wave is going to come down to turnout, as, all, as it always does. We um, saw a minimal turnout during the primaries. We didn't have a large top-of-the-ticket Republican primary to draw people to the polls on our side. That's not going to be the case in November. Ron DeSantis has led like a conservative. He has led like a true Trump, mega America first, Florida first conservative, and he has popularity across the board, even with a lot of Democrats. We talk to Democrats every day who tell us they're switching party registration. They're sick and tired of seeing what's being done to our country, that um, the Biden administration has taken things way too far. Um, you mentioned uh, student loan forgiveness, and that's just upset people on both sides of the aisle. Either it's not a big enough forgiveness or it's cheating people who have worked their butts off for years to satisfy that debt. For me, that's, that's $10,000 is not going to even make a dent in my uh, student loans, I'm going to be working for those to pay those off for many, many more years. It's not fair. It's kind of like with amnesty, um, pushing um, illegal immigrants to the front of the line. Um, and it cheats those immigrants who paid their dues and um, spent many years working to come into this country legally. The Democrats don't care about that. They're just trying to buy votes. It's the most blatant and transparent form of vote buying that um, we've seen in a long time. And it's going to backfire. It's um, just going to embolden our side, just like this raid um, on President Trump's property. Um, it, it's brought more people um, to President Trump. It's brought more people to our side. Uh, it is atrocious uh, and outrageous and most um, egregious act that they're going to pay for in November. The Democrats went too far, as they did when they pushed Obamacare through Congress 12 years ago. And we're going to see huge dividends for candidates like Governor DeSantis, Marco Rubio, Brian Mast, our congressman here in District 21, and across Florida and across the nation. Can't wait. And we're getting um, ready to get back into the game. We just finished up a primary election season. There's only two months, two and a half months for Florida, but we're ready and we're going to celebrate on November. I, I think that you're absolutely right. I, I think that it's going to be a huge red wave. Um, between, between March, 2020, so kind of the kickoff of COVID, um, going through George Floyd, going through the riots, going through everything, the, the mask on, off, on, off, the vaccines, the boosters, going through all of the stuff that the world and the American people have gone through from, you know, the last two and a half years now. It, it's it's not going to go away, and it's kind of coming to this slow boil. And every day, because I'm like you, I'm surrounded by Democrats and, and far leftists. And, and the far leftists, the AOCs of the world, hey, they might be unreachable. When I have opportunity to speak to them, I'm usually playing to the camera, and I'm, I'm having those owned moments. But with, with moderate people, or even with someone that's just a Democrat, they're like that, that Elon Musk meme that he tweeted out, and I don't trust Elon Musk, but that meme, the left is going further and further. That person is reachable. That person is swayable. That, that person sees what's going on. They see that the market is terrible. They, they see that the government overreach, the, 
this raid on the former president, not an obscure president, the actual, the last sitting president, who is obviously the front runner uh, for the next race if, if he decides to run, to raid their house over, over uh, documents mishandling, over National Archives type thing. This is exactly why uh, me and another group of, of parents are suing A.G. Garland in his capacity as Attorney General in the Department of Justice because, as I call them, they're the Department of Injustice at this time. This is nuts what's going on. And people aren't coming out, you know, saying, hey, I don't stand for this. But they know internally in the ballot box, I, I cannot vote for this. Things are scary with the IRS agents. They, they, so they're bringing on 87,000 IRS agents. Did you see that they purchased $700,000 of ammo? <laughs> right. Five million rounds, I think that is equivalent to. It's, it's what? scary. What kind of country we're we living in? <laughs> what an agency. I'm, I'm waiting for, like, the FBI went from law enforcement to an intelligence agency. I'm waiting for, they, they've gone, IRS has gone from, I just think IRS is unconstitutional. They show up at your house and they say, hey, um, prove to us that you didn't commit any crimes for this three to five year period. Um, if you can't, then we'll fine you tens of thousands of dollars and throw you in jail. No big deal. Just just get us what we need. So they've gone from that, an auditing agency, to a law enforcement agency. And pretty soon, I'm sure they're going to be an intelligence agency that just has FISA warrants and can just reach out into everything. Um, so, man, man, whoever the next Republican in the White House needs to seriously do some reorganizing, maybe some combining, and maybe some getting rid of some of these federal, uh, you know, these these lawmaking agencies, these these rules and regulations they make, like the ATF, man, they're the master. They they write laws. Well, God willing, President Trump is reelected in 2024. He can take uh, immediate action with the executive orders, but he needs a Republican Congress to cooperate by um, codifying and acting into law his policies, or the, the next president after him is just going to undo everything. Um, it's really scary, the police state that we find ourselves slipping into with uh, what happened oh, to President yeah. Trump, what the IRS is preparing to do. If you make a certain amount of money, better be very scared uh, um, about the future of this country if things don't change with the next presidential election. Um, again, we have to deal with what's immediately before us, the midterms, um, if we can take back at least the House of Representatives um, and, and send a message to Biden and the Democrats that you can't push whatever you want through Congress with impunity, that we're going to hold you accountable because the grassroots, it starts with the grassroots local level from the bottom up, will work and hold you accountable. We're going to start by electing school board candidates across the state of Florida, um, congressional candidates. And uh, we have another congressional seat due to redistricting. You know, people love the policies of our governor. They're flocking to our state. They're boosting our population and they've given us another congressional seat. So we're going to have uh, an additional advantage after this midterm, but we have to work. Every Republican watching this needs to get involved with their local executive committee, take uh, part and have a say in the direction of your local Republican party and get out the vote. We need every Republican to join the executive committees and to push their neighbors to the polls in November. That's the only way we're going to have a chance of saving our country. And it starts in November of 2022. Awesome. Well, Mike, thanks for joining the show. Uh, anything you're promoting or can people follow you on social media? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, just website, palmbeach.gop. See what we're doing here in Palm Beach County. And All get involved, right. please. 
Awesome. Palm Beach GOP. Uh, that was Mike Barnett, the um, Palm Beach uh, GOP chair. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, guys. Thank you. I'm already over time, so we're not going to get to those uh, last few things. I'm actually going to push those to next week because tomorrow we've got Gail Golick on, and she's going to be chatting with us about. Uh, she's going to be chatting with us about how the votes are all going to go bye bye uh, next week. Okay, so we're, we're we're talking. We're just days away, um, but just to give you a little pre-show. You have got to contact your county clerk or or your Department of Elections, and you've got to ask them for uh, your your cast voting record. Okay, uh, all of the data um, there. You you've got to ask for everything that they have. There are two voting records. There's there's the the if you filled out a paper ballot and filled in a bubble or or however they fill them out where you are, and you put that into a machine. There's the record of that physical paper one that you had. There's also a ballot uh, image, okay, where that where that ballot gets read by the machine. There's there's a digital image of that. You want them both. You want to ask for everything that they've got. We're going to be talking with Gail tomorrow, guys. Usually, I don't mind if you listen to the podcast. It's a day late. Um, it's a day later than this live broadcast. This is one that you need to set an alarm for. You need to watch this one live. August 26 at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. Okay, you need to listen to what Gail has to say. Gail is in Arizona, in the heart of Maricopa County. Okay, where where they've got all of these suits. Where there's the Joey Alexander suit. Where uh, Robert Beatles has poured some two million dollars into lawsuits to to get these these votes um, audited and and verified and the rolls cleaned and all of this stuff. Tomorrow's episode you want to listen to live. Okay, don't wait until Monday. Maybe maybe I'll try and get that podcast out early um, because next week is it. When these are, you know, Jovan Hunt and Pulitzer has been saying these are inspectable items. These are auditable items and they are for a period. And that period is days away. And as soon as they're allowed to scrub those records, they are gone. Bye-bye. You think they're going to keep them for a second more than they have to? They've already gotten rid of them in certain places. Uh, so listen to what Gail has to say. Come with your note-taking apparatus ready and, and take down notes. And you have to go into immediate action, immediate action to request those documents, get those requests on the books. Because the only record of the 2020 votes that we're going to have past next week are the records that you and I request from our government and keep, okay? So guys, it's The Joe Mobley Show. Thanks so much for hanging in there with us. Make sure you go to thejoemobleyshow.com to check out um, all of the merch that we've got there. Uh, right now, Stand Your Ground, that's the promo code. You get 30% off everything on the shop. Stand Your Ground, all one word. Don't just type in the promo code, but actually do it. Don't give an inch, okay? You give an inch, these people will take a mile and they're driving our country into the ditch, okay? So use promo code StandYourGround at thejoemobleyshow.com for 30% off everything. You can get your, your shirts like the one I'm wearing now. I usually am wearing one of my uh, America First shirts. They're all original designs, only available at my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe however you are consuming this, guys. Thanks so much for listening. That's all I got. I will see you in the next one. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. 
You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.